are back. Let's go to work, baby. Let's hands on the beat drop. What do you say? Yes, sir. <laughs> we had to rush it a little bit because we were behind. We're, we're going to figure it out, guys. We're here. <laughs> the boys are back, and we're clocking into work. I have to say, we love what the fuck we do, man. Simple as that. Sorry about it. What's up, everybody? It's the All Day Everyday Show. Here. With All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin. Partnered with Vendetta Sports Media. Presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you want to play Monkey Knife Fight, head over to monkeyknifefight.com and deposit using code VENDETTA, all capitals. They will match your deposit up to $100 and up to 100%. Be sure to always play responsibly. All right, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I'm going away all of next week, so we're going to be doing a lot of content this week. Um, We're just doing a lot of tea party, a lot of podcasts. We got Wednesday, July 28th. This Wednesday, in two days, we have Andrew Marchand from the New York Post. going to be great stuff wow. there. We had a, a fantastic live stream yesterday. We're going to be talking a little bit about that. We had a bet that hit on the live stream. We're going to start with that. Fire. Talk a little bit about Texas and Oklahoma uh, headed over to the SEC. And then our Twitch plans because we are firing it up we are on moving. Twitch. We are moving. Content is flowing, and we are so happy to be giving that to all of you guys. Thank you for your support and your continued support. So let's go, big boy. Um Luca drops 48 in his Olympic debut. I'm not even going to get into the bet yet. Like like just simmer that. I had, let that sit in real quick. He come I mean obviously we know Luca. We know who Luca is. We watched Luca plenty 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 plenty. We know who Luca is. We know what he does. Just the fact think about this even with FIBA rules. It's 10 minute quarters. Yep. You only get five fouls. That's what we were yelling so about last night. So there's plenty of opportunity for Luca not to even get enough minutes uh-huh. time to score 48. Shit, we even think there's not enough time in NBA games to score 48. That's a point a minute in the NBA game. Facts. God damn it. He did this in FIBA in 40 minutes. 48 efficient. I forget I forget the exact numbers, but at halftime, he had 31 on 11 for 17 from the field, and he had like five or six threes. What the fuck, Luca? He was on some shit. And then we're sitting here. Here's a story. So we're sitting here watching the game. We're, we're live, live on, on Twitch. Twitch. Live yep. on Twitch at the All Day Everyday Show. You guys already know. We're sitting Link here will be watching in the description the game. if you want to go hit that and follow button. And it, it's like it's like what is it like twelve thirty about one o'clock in the morning down here. Yep, yep. So I think it's like 11, 12, 11, 12 at night. And we're watching we're watching the uh, swimmers. We're watching Kate Ledecky. She comes in second, and we're sitting here like shit. Like what do we watch? So like, and then someone comes in our Twitch chat like yo like Sylvania is on. We're like oh my god, Luca, Luca's on. So we're bet go to the game. I think Argentina. So I remember we talked about team um, team USA, and I was mentioning how teams like Argentina are like big dogs now. Luca's frying them. We go we log into the game. Argentina's down like 20, like 22, 23. Luca is cooking. I'm pretty sure as soon as we turn on the TV, he said he had a step back three. He had a couple step back threes, and we're sitting here like, bro, what is he on? At half, Argentina's down 20. Think, 20 62 on the dot. to 42. 20 on the dot. We're sitting here. Alex is like, I'm about to rip a play on this. I said, bro, I like Argentina plus 19 and a half. If you can get him at 20, I love it. So he rips Argentina plus 19 and a half. He was about to go big boy on it, but we we court we 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 calmed down the units a little bit. Put a modest bet on it. Argentina is the final score. So I'm gonna leak the final score right now. The final score was 100 to 118. Hit by the skin of our teeth by one point. Argentina was down 30 at one point in the third quarter. They were down 30. They're chipping away. They're chipping away. We're we're sitting here like contemplating, like, dude, did we turn the game off? Like, there was a couple threes Luca hit. I'm looking at Alex. I'm just like, well, dude, did we you, cut there it? There was. Remember, there was one point in this game where it was like. 
there was back to back to back threes, and there was a nine run just from three straight threes. Some, some, some. I we don't know who you are from Slovenia, bro. I'm sorry, but you hit like a 40 footer. We were like, dude, I think we turned off. Yeah, <laughs> like, so then we went back to tennis, and then we come back, and we're like, all right. And then we like guys in our chat were like, dude, this this game's like. Uh, I think it was Savvy Sav in the chat yeah. was like, he was like, dude, this game's better than the NBA. Playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, so we're like, all right, let's go we back. Gotta to go it. turn it back on, and then you know we're just sweating it out. And at one point, like Manny just said, like. At one point, we were just sitting there like, wow, we might just easily lose this. It, 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 it would have been okay because of what we saw Luka do. Like, easy, 18 for 29, 6 for 14 from 3, 48. Like, I would have been, obviously, like, losing the bet sucks, but I was like, if I lose a bet this way, bro, I don't give a fuck. And, Luka's and back to what snapping. you said, and this is something that I was screaming about in the stream last night, was he's playing eight less minutes than in a, a usual NBA game, and he's dropping... 48 points. Eight less minutes. Think about that. Think about how hard that is. 48 minutes in eight less... 48 points in eight less minutes of gameplay. And this is what? not... This is not versus Iran. No. This is not versus... This no, is Argentina. This is, not a, this is not a Nigeria, no offense. This is an Argentina team that has plenty of FIBA experience. They have fucking 45-year-old Luis Golo going out there, still getting buckets. I'm pretty sure he was a leading scorer. But yeah, he was with twenty three. I mean, this is a this is a team that I was thinking we see Argentina in a medal round, either a bronze game. You or, said that when we were Sam talking about team you said. I think they're. I think they're out there. I could have been Spain. We we are sleep on Slovenia. I it's just because, um, international basketball is such a team game. Yep. I didn't think Luca was going to be able to just to carry like this. Like I mean, you know what I mean? You see guys like Compazzo, Lucas, like Scolo, yep. and Argentina. Like they have they have a squad. They've been had the same team for these FIBA games for the last eight to ten years. So I'm thinking like, all right. I don't know if he can carry against teams like this, and he drops 48 easily. Like It didn't, it didn't look like he was... It was just like grand fashion where this bet hit, and Tyler, you can toss this up on the screen, the, the replay of this happening. <laughs> so I think it was a three that was tossed again. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, so... so Argentina gets the board, and then there's like less than they're down six by, They're down by 20. Range. No, 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 they're down by, listen, they're down by 22. No, they were down by 20. Listen, listen, no, they're down by 22. So Vaney shoots a three. You, we come down. Argentina comes down, gets a layup. You thought it was an and one. Should have been, should have been an and one. Then it's a twenty point game with like twelve seconds left. First of all, I'm like, what are they doing? Slovenia is still jacking threes. Yeah, there was no need. They're for that. up by I mean, just twenty hold the ball. Just hold with the ball. literally less than forty seconds left. They're literally getting a rebound and wing, winging it down like, court. There's no a way this pass, bet should have hit. Throwing really, threes up, so they, they come down. There's literally eighteen seconds left. This guy on Slovenia, is, it's not Luca either. Some random guy on Slovenia going for ISO step back three, nice move, pulls it back. Brick, I think it was Frank Capazzo, grabs the board between three trees on Slovenia. One hand, and that's when you see me go, I see somebody from Argentina leaking. Mind you, there's like four seconds left right now. Yeah, it was and four it's, and a half. And it's, and it's, it's a 20-point game right now. Capazzo throws it up. You see me standing. I'm like, what's going on? He, they, they get the layup. It ba- like, I mean, Literally, barely goes in. Like, it I, was four and a half seconds. They just passed half court, and there's the guy with the ball and two Argentina guys. No Slovenia guys around. Literally just open lane, open bucket. They pass it forward right under the basket. Layup goes in, and then the buzzer. Uh, and then and then there was like maybe a half a half second court. left. Yeah, because you, you're because you're, you're hugging me, celebrating. I'm like, hold on, hold on. They still they get to go half court shot. They have half court shot. And he clanked it. We're like, let's go. It was, it was just unbelievable. The Tyler, chats in there, like, let's go. We hit. Like, yeah, that was so in the chat. Charlie, you can so throw lit. that little clip on the uh, on the screen just of that sequence of how that those threes happened, and then they get it at half court. And then they, with four and a half seconds left, make that that you know for us bet winning, uh, bet winning layup that just cashed it for us. That shit it was, was just 
unreal. I that mean, should, that's just a bet that should not have hit. And that's why, and I, I, there's something else I got to talk to you before we get into the stream, but that's why y'all got to tune into the stream, man, because we're sitting there, like, our reactions are so funny. Like, we're sitting yeah. here, Alex is, they're, they're cutting the lead a little bit, and and um, Argentina had a shot, and I'm sitting there, and Alex gets a little hype, and I'm just like, like yeah, because like we are really no, real time sweating this out like yeah. you would at a bar, like just like all right, bro. Like I just, we're coming back. Like, nah, because like I I had there's a clip on the stream where this is happening, and it was the first time that Slovenia had pulled a three when it was unnecessary, and Argentina gets the board, and I look at Manny, I'm like, dude, why would they shoot a three? Yeah, and I'm like, Shh. and you're like, just wait, just relax, just relax, <laughs> because I was I was even like. Dude, just hold the ball and like the bet doesn't hit. Just hold the ball. You have less than Bro, a minute any, left. Hold I told I, this is what I told Alex. Any NBA game, when Argentina hits like that layup to cut it to twenty with thirty seconds left, they're just dribbling the ball out, getting the shot clock violation. Argentina might gets the ball back. Yep. They dribble it out, shake hands. I game love how over. they play it out. Like like that, they though. played out like it was a fucking like it was like a one point game. game. Yep. That shit was nutty, bro. And then I mean, I mean, I gotta keep. Y'all might say I'm riding them, but like, I mean, Luca, what the hell was that? Yeah, bro. Like it, it, it it's a. And it's funny because he had a quote, and people keep bringing this up now with the whole USA Blues and all that shit. Like he said, it was it was easier to score in the NBA than it is in Europe. And I'm looking at him play this game. I'm like, Luca, are you sure? Like, yeah. Now let's you let, might just let's be just... Luca might just be so used to FIBA rules because he's been a pro in FIBA since he was 16. That is just it's just normal to him. Like, and you can tell how he plays in the league. He goes for that that draw the foul on the three because yeah. that's what the league will give you. But you can tell when he first came in, he didn't play like that through contact. He's bodying guys. You can tell he plays at his own pace. This yeah. is from his FIBA background. Guys on his hip, contact, layup. He's a big dude. Hits his mid-range shots. Doesn't matter. Hand in the face. You can be in his landing zone. He doesn't care. And that's why he can score 48 like this so easily, effortlessly, because he's been doing this since he was 16, which is fucking nuts. And the last thing that I'll say on, uh, on the Argentina and Slovenia front here is, like I had just mentioned that Luca put up 48 in eight less minutes of gameplay because NBA is 12-minute quarters, and here international, it's 10-minute quarters. He didn't play all 40 minutes. He played 31. So he drops 48 points in 31 minutes. What? What? 18 for 29. People And people will say, well... It took him what? 29 shots to get fit. No, bro. But that clip, that's an efficient clip. That's mostly two. He'll, and, and and you're like only hit six threes. But if, if I'm if you're telling me Luca dropped 48, I'm thinking he hit like eight, nine threes, six. He's doing his dirt floaters, mid range, layup, and one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was on. Like, that's one of the best Luca games I've watched. Oh, yeah. And I've watched a lot of Luca. Like, that man, that I, I'm, I'm locking in now. Slovenia will get a medal because of Luca. They're either going to win that third place game or they're going to get in that title game. Because I can't, right now, I see the U.S., I see Spain, France, and right now, Slovenia. Because my fourth team was Argentina, but now after I'm seeing that, yeah, I mean, it's got to be Slovenia. And and can, it, and can teams, like, because, like, God damn, like, can teams score with, with Slovenia, with Luka? If Luka's scoring 30, because, all right, let's say Luka scores 30, so we took off 18 of his points. They're still scoring 100 in the FIBA game, which is decent. Can France keep up with that? Spain. Well, like, here's the other issue too. It's like these guys are pulling from wherever, whenever right. they don't care. Right. So it's like if we get in a situation where we have to shoot, I don't really give a shit. I'm just gonna pull it. So it's like just the style of play in these international games is, I think, just a lot different. Especially, obviously, you can put that in there. All oh, the foul calls are different. Right. But I just think how these guys actually play the game is is so different. Because those fouls are being called a little bit less than they would in the NBA. 
and just like the drive that these guys have. I mean, those guys, again, they were down 20 points. They were down 30 points at 30, one point in the third bro. quarter. They could have just said, you Wilton. know what? I don't, I don't we're, we lost. Let's go. Fought it all the way back, made it 12, you know, came back by 12 points and made the bet hit. Um, and the other thing, too, is like, in in teams like Slovenia, your point here of, of Argentina not being your four your top four anymore. When you're playing against Slovenia, especially in this game, whenever Argentina was trying to crawl back, they would get a bucket. They wouldn't be able to get a stop, and Luca would score or somebody else in that team would score. So it was just bucket for bucket, bucket for bucket, bucket for bucket, and then Argentina misses three in a row. Bucket on this side, bucket on this side, bucket on this side, and then you just you you dig yourself in a hole. So that's why I think. You got to watch out for guys for teams like Savina because they're always going to score on their side of the, on the on their side of the floor. They had that on team. It's funny because when you when you think about it, they had that team set up so perfect. I wish I knew the Slovenia players better because I feel honestly disrespectful because they're not. They're all like they were hooping, bro. They were hitting shots, deep ass threes. Yep. They're finishing all of Luca's layups. Like it wasn't. They're not. There's no slouches. The offensive over there. rebounds in this game from Slovenia was is nutty. the reason that Argentina was kept out of this game. That's nutty. The reason that and they were one kept thing out. I'll say about this part. This is the last thing I'll say about Luca. You just see how fucking good he is. He plays the same way in Dallas as he does with Slovenia. Yep. My ISO, give me a pick. I'm going to work out. And if I don't score, I'm finding someone in the pocket, either the corner or the wing, or I'm hitting my big man. They're hitting a the shot and laying up. Like, having a player like Luka is just so easy. To co- you can be a coach. I just, all right, I need two or three shooters. If I need a stretch four, I need a big man that's about seven, one, seven, two that can finish around the rim. And we're Gucci. Luka can lead us to the yeah. promised land. He's that good. He can, do, he can do that in any league, which is just nuts. He's probably one player away, one like CJ McCollum X player away from winning championships in the NBA because it's just a little bit harder. The teams are better. But, the framework for a Luka team doesn't change international no. in the NBA. Yeah. He's just that good. He's literally just that good. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's very exciting to watch these guys continue to play. I know we did like an NBA closeout show last week um, that just dropped um, yesterday, right? Yep. Uh, so you can check that out on the YouTube as well. But just to see these guys continuing to play, we don't get to – one of the things that we did say in that episode was we're not essentially closing out on basketball because we're able to watch mm-hmm. these – NBA stars still play minus the fact that Team USA can't figure it out. Whatever. We had that conversation on Twitch last night. But right now we're going to head over to the SEC. We talked a little bit about this on the Twitch stream last night. Texas and Oklahoma headed to the SEC making this just more of a powerhouse conference. Um, I mean... It's it's nutty, man, but it's not... I'll say this again. The thing about this move is like what are you gonna say? My fault. Uh, I'll say this again. Just and and this will kind of bring you head bring you uh, coming in here. The one thing that was typed in our uh, our all day every day show group chat was, it's now going to be hard. The quote was, I think you said it. It's now going to be harder to win the SEC than to actually win the chip. This is fucking crazy. Unbelievable, man. It's fucking crazy. Unbelievable. Because if you like, so basically, what's going on here? Texas and Oklahoma. See, this is just this is college football is a straight business, and people are gonna be like, "Well, teams shouldn't be moving conferences." Teams been I'm moving. In that boat. Teams okay. have been moving conferences at the beginning of time. I mean, the Big Ten has twelve teams, so teams have been moving conferences at the beginning of time. The Mountain West has had in total forty-two teams in their entire existence, like that been in and out. Conferences like Conference USA, the the uh, Big East, that's now the American Conference. Like we've seen teams move around. We haven't seen teams of this stature move around, which is like why people are like, oh, what the fuck is going on now? Uh, fucking up with my story Big 12 conference. Like, calm the fuck down, brother. The Big 12 was kind of dying, if we're going to be honest. 
it was getting carried by teams like Oklahoma. Oklahoma State would come up every three years. Obviously, Texas would come up every now and again. Teams like Baylor were catching steam a little. Like, they had teams, Texas Tech, they have teams that are okay but can't always be consistently great. And then when it comes to the terms of recruiting, money, conference wins, which go back to your conference with the money, teams like Oklahoma and, and Texas are like, listen, we're just straight carrying you guys. Like, we can't even get the recruits because they don't want to come play in this conference. If they, if they would rather play in a Big Ten, an ACC, SEC, you're hurting us in, the, in our pockets. Like, so what the fuck are we doing here? So they they're they're the talks of them moving to the SEC. It's gonna it's gonna cost them a penalty of about six seventy six to eighty million dollars to leave. If they do it in twenty twenty two. They can stay, their contract with the Big Twelve is up until twenty twenty five. They don't want to stay there till then. They're gonna try to move in twenty twenty two. It's gonna cost them seventy six to eighty million dollars. But if they get they have to they have to make a petition to join the SEC, and then all the presidents from the SEC schools have to vote on it. So there's fourteen teams in the SEC. 11 out of those 14 teams have to vote for them to be allowed in the SEC. Then they pay the fine, but they already get the money from the SEC, so they'll be able to pay that off easily. Yeah, see, but there's, I didn't know that it was There's like teams that, that are – because when, when, when the news first broke, Texas A&M was like, no, fuck this. So there's teams like that that might vote no. I mean, obviously you got the shitty teams. Right, like, but now now this just popped in my head, and I, I was kind of on the, on the floor on this side of things that was like, I don't necessarily want to see this happen, but now I'm like – in terms of a recruitment process, in terms It'd of getting more, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not clout, but there's a better word that I'm looking for. It's more just, exposure to, yeah. your, to your school. And the, and the SEC would just be even more amplified. Yeah, the competition and, and these it. guys will be like, you know, you guys are in the SEC. I would, I want to I want to come and play for you guys now. I want to come play for, for Texas now. I want to come play for Oklahoma now. You know, those types of conversations too. with these recruitment processes that can happen where they can get these really good caliber players yep. that would essentially go – straight to LSU or straight to Auburn or straight to Alabama and not even looking at Texas or Oklahoma. And yep. now they're in the same conference. You know what? I can't, I can't, I don't want to go to Alabama because it's going to be too hard for me to get on the field. Let me go to Texas. Let me go same to Oklahoma. Let me go try to go beat those guys. How You're about so that? right, bro. You're so right. And you there's, know? there's two questions that this raises their move. One, how do you balance the powers of the SEC East and the SEC West? Two, do you move the college football playoff to 18s now? Because if the college football playoff is still, you know what? That's the college, actually a great if the question. College, if the college football playoff is still only four teams, right? You see this issue arise in the SEC every year where that's been four teams. Because there's been always three teams, like t- to the the requirements. Sorry, boys. <laughs> there's usually one or two that should be drop that in the college football playoff. But if you look at, there's always teams like a Florida that's eight and two, or or Texas A&M that's eight and one, you know, or Georgia that's seven and two, eight and two. Like you could sneak them in the top four because let's be honest, they're they're a top four team in the nation, but the record wise. So do you move it to eight teams because now you have added team like Texas and Oklahoma. So teams like Georgia, Florida, Texas A&M, Auburn, Mississippi State, Texas, Oklahoma, they're gonna get one more loss than usual because that conference is just too goddamn hard. So they're gonna see a lot of two loss, even three loss, really good teams. So do they sit there and like, I mean, do we move this to eight? Because they've even had it problems before with teams like UCF and, and Washington and even team, other teams in the ACC that have been good, undefeated. Cincinnati uh, last year that had been good, really good records, but we can't fit them into the 14 bracket. So it's like this opens the door for eight teams, honestly. And they, that, that should start that question, if you ask me, to be honest. My question is like, I don't know, does this, and I maybe I just don't know enough about it, but I'm like, does this essentially screw the other conferences over because they're not going to have the same amount of teams and it's going to be almost that imbalance that SEC is loaded with this this many teams loaded in 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 the SEC West and the East as well just loaded amount of teams a shitload of teams yes it and does and then you look at the Big Twelve and you're like oh we're losing teams now so like well if because if you look at the college football as a whole go back to the BCS 
it's always been a cream of the crop. You got to be a cream of the crop team to compete in, in college football, period. Now it's like you have to be good enough to get in these conferences to even have a chance. Like the the, the Big Ten, ACC, SEC, and I mean Big 12, not no more, but they're only taking a certain caliber of teams. And if you want to elevate your program, you got to get in these conferences and win games and get in these bowl games. They were. I was reading an article, and I was telling you this before we recorded. They, they said that this could lead into the super conferences being held. And they in the ESPN article, quote, it said, it could be max 64 teams, which I don't fucking see, and on the lower end, 32. I think you start seeing more 22, 24-team conferences. Like, it'll build up over time, but I think the super conference is going to come into play because, I mean, the uh, I didn't even match the Pac-12. They're still there. But the conference like the Pac-12, the Big 12, if, if, if Texas and Oklahoma dip, they're, they're not existent. What's defined as, like, a super conference? I guess over sixteen teams, probably eighteen teams, and I and that would be nuts. But it's like it's gonna have to happen because what do you what do you do with Texas and Oklahoma? Do you put since Texas is you would say has been worse than Oklahoma in the past five years? Do you put them in the SEC East because you have yeah, teams like say, Florida, yeah. Georgia, Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt? That's the SEC East. So you're saying you put can Oklahoma you can there you can you can put Oklahoma in that conference because you can't put Oklahoma in the SEC. The SEC West is Alabama, Texas A&M, Auburn, LSU, Ole Miss, who has their years, Arkansas, who has their years, Mississippi State, who, who has, has their, their years. years. Yep. You put Oklahoma in there, they're gonna get killed. Okay, the good. SEC West is better than the Big Ten, damn near. So you gotta put you gotta put Texas in the SEC That's West. Crazy. And even and if Texas is good, the SEC West is still OP. And even so, if you look at the the SEC East, if Florida's good, Georgia's good, South Carolina has a top fifteen recruiting class going to this year. They've struggled. They struggled bad last year, but they have a top. They have a new coach. Top fifteen. Top fifteen recruiting class. They can be good. Tennessee has their years. Then you add Texas to that mix or Oklahoma to that mix. Come on, bro. They gotta raise the questions for for these super conferences to go because it's gonna be so hard for these teams to qualify for the top four of the college football playoff because you have to win your conference pretty much to make the college football playoff. If you don't win your conference, you gotta be a one loss team. I think the it's gonna be impossible. I think the highlight of this uh, this topic and this conversation is um, the fact that we might need eight teams in the college football playoff. It has to be eight or twelve. That's the highlight of this. It has, uh, it has to, to be. Right? That's the question. Because that, this this move comes, there's going to be so many issues for the next. Because they're not going to move to the eight teams right away. Because they're making so much money from fucking Chick Fil A. You know what's crazy though? Like last year, uh, uh, two years ago when when Burrow and LSU won it, Oklahoma was in that that uh, college football playoff. If they're in the SEC now. They're not going to be There's in no that position. So I don't understand why they would leave and the, if they were in a, in a position to be in the college football playoff. Because, listen, you're going to have shit like this happen again. Remember the year um, Penn State had three losses, but they won the Big Ten and they got snubbed? That's going to happen. Teams that are going to win conferences like the Pac-12, even That if, was that same year, I think. Yep. Even if Texas and Oklahoma lead the Big 12, like Baylor can win that conference, Oklahoma State can win that conference, they're going to want a spot in the in the college football playoff. The ACC winner, Clemson, North Carolina, yep. Florida State, they're going to want a spot in that college football playoff. So if there's only four spots, bro. You only take conference winners, and if you only take conference winners, that's not fair to teams like Texas A&M, Auburn, LSU, Florida, Georgia, now Texas and Oklahoma that might not win the SEC but deserve a shot better than any of these teams that are getting the college football playoff. It has to be eight now. There's no chance. Like, and, and it's going to take, my guess, you can put it on wax right now. Manny Ruffin says 2024-2025 season, it will be at least the 18 playoff. There's no way this 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 structure lasts for a couple years if, if the conference change does happen. There's no way. They should be thinking about it now anyway with the conferences and how they are because they're competitive. I mean, the Pac-12, 
when the Pac-12 is good, they have two, three teams that can go. Washington, Oregon, USC, Washington State's good sometimes. UCLA's trying to get revived. There's a lot of teams behind for this college football playoff, bro. I can't see it being four teams much longer if shit like this is happening, bro. It's just wild to think about because it's like, if you're in, if you're those teams that aren't, you know, Texas and Oklahoma, and you're seeing, if you're sitting on the sidelines and you're watching those two teams move over, you're like, wow, a team like Oklahoma was just recently in the college football playoff, and now they're putting themselves in a risky situation, a risky position where they're not going to get there as quote unquote easily Easy. as they would. So if you're those teams, you're like, this is a, a walk in the park for us. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bro. I'll vote you out. I'll vote you out because now had, we can get in there. I just had an idea that popped in my head that's wild. So you take, let's, hypotheticals. Texas and OU move to the SEC, locked in, locked in stone. Mm-hmm. Name your, your big conferences. Pac-12, Big Ten. Big Ten, yep. SEC, Big 12, ACC. You can't even auto... Like you can't auto qualify a team that wins that conference to make the college football playoff. Yeah, so let's let's refer so from there's those five teams. big conferences. Let's go that ACC, Clemson. Let's go Big Ten. I'd probably say Ohio Michigan. State, Michigan, Penn State. Those teams deserve a shot. They win the conference. Pac-12. Those Oregon, USC. Those teams deserve a spot to win the conference. SEC. We don't even have to say. Yep. And then Big Twelve. If a team like Baylor, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State win the conference, they're going to win a spot. That's six teams. And that's not in the AAC. Let's let's sleep on these conferences. The AAC. Has a team every every so years that goes undefeated. I mean, you saw UCF go undefeated. You saw Cincinnati. I think they were one loss team last year. There were seven. They finished seventh or sixth in the conference. And in, what was in uh, what's BYU in? Because they, BYU's they, independent. Fucking Notre Dame's independent. There's so many teams vying for these these four spots. There's no there's, right, way. And, and that's why you know you heard it here on the All Day Everyday yep. Show first. We've been leaking shit for y'all. This is not an inside source leak. This is a us being Nostradamus type beat leak. We're calling it 2024-2025 season. You'll see eight teams, baby. Telling you. Yep, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of close out Oh, that. and that was my idea. You have – so what do we – do we auto-bid the SEC, Big Ten, a, ACC, and Pac-12? You auto-bid those four conferences. The last four spots, you just pick the wild cards from the rest of the conference. Maybe they do a play-in. Maybe they, do, they just – maybe that's the college football preview show. Like, I don't know. I it, think that's the, the, the best way to kind of close out this segment is literally just the fact that – there will be that that question that was asked earlier that will we see an eight team basketball playoff in the future with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC? That's the moral of the story. That's the Shoot. question right there. It's crazy. We're gonna head over to our Twitch story right now and, and what's kind of going on on that front. Uh, but before we get into that, if you're watching on YouTube and you like what you're seeing today, hit that like button and drop a comment down below if you agree with what we're saying with Oklahoma and Texas and the SEC, or if you disagree, we got a comment from last video um, about the, the our, our decision and our, our viewpoint and where we stood on the front of uh, Giannis and the Bucks winning versus a collapse from Booker and the Suns. Um, so I think us saying that is, is really what's going to get you guys to comment. So comment down below if you agree or disagree. Um, and, and, and keep hitting that subscribe button, guys. We just hit 100 subscribers on YouTube. Facts. Appreciate Continuing you Continuing to, to grow this YouTube channel. We're at 73 followers on Twitch. You can head over to the Twitch as well, which is the All Day Everyday Show. And that's what we're going to be heading into right now. Manny, I'll let you take this floor for a little bit, just about what our plans are for Twitch, the fun that we're having on Twitch. We're getting a lot of views on our first two streams. You know, it's it, we're having a lot of fun. And, and again, I said this last night on the stream before I let you go into this. I said this a lot uh, last night on the stream. The difference between how we run things here, where we have three cameras, we have all the lights on us, and we're just talking the two of us about what we think, is different because that's how we run the podcast. 
on the Twitch. We're interacting with you guys. We want to talk with you guys. We want to hear what you guys have to say. And it's really fun interacting with you guys. I've always wanted to go live. So to hear, to just read what you guys are saying, how engaged you are with us, I think how professional it looks with us. We have games on on a TV behind us. We were all watching that Slovenia and Argentina game last night. So it was so cool to just interact with you guys. Um, but, you know, just take it away. Let me know. So basically, for t- for Twitch. What, what's going on with us on Twitch? If you haven't been keeping up, I, you're, you do live under a fucking rock, first question. But we're going live on Twitch pretty much every other day. We'll have a live stream for you guys. We'll have a couple, like, just just You can like, the times, too. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll, we look to go live around 9, 9, between 9 and 10. Anything between around there every other day, you can expect to stream. 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll have Yeah, Eastern time, my fault. We'll have light topics. So, we, like, yesterday we had, we were ranking our favorite players all time for certain sports. We were talking about Team USA. We were talking about, we talked about finding kind of Jenner's new bay. Like, we have different, different light topics, but we want the chat to get involved. We'll do that. We'll play some bets. We'll chill. One thing that we did last stream, which we're going to keep building on, is we did a, a mock fantasy NFL draft. This was with the fire guys, with the this chat. So we did a ten. Cool, we did a man. ten man stand. We did a ten man PPR mock draft. Got the whole chat, and I think it, we had seven or eight slots filled up. And we were just doing a mock draft, and we we're thinking like, "Yo, this is a great idea. Like for everybody to come through, you can come through our stream and just practice sharpen your skills for drafting the actual season. I mean, we have about a month or so until we have to actually do the drafts." You can come through, practice your draft skills, chat with us. We can we can bounce ideas off each other. This is a way for us to all get better. And this leads into my next plug. Official announcement on the show. You heard it here first. We will be running two, count them, two all-day, every-day show fantasy leagues. It will be two 10-team PPR leagues. We're going to do two because we think we'll have around 20 people that want to get in that. We'll do a $50 buy-in. Me and Alex are going to co-commish teams in both leagues, both leagues yep. so we can get nine more of you guys in there so we're not taking up two slots because yeah, that's we, fucking bullshit. we said last night we were like oh we should do one team one league we do it together and co-commission it and then one league we both do it but then i'm like we're taking up two spots and so then only eight eight of you guys can get in so we're gonna we're gonna co-commission both teams and i think it'll be fucking hilarious too because if you watch the live stream and we're drafting team we're arguing and shit yeah. like you fucking idiot why did fucking... <laughs> so like you'll see us like if we have a good week or a bad week we'll come in here and discuss it like bro why the fuck did you start judy like you know what i mean that shit would be hilarious <laughs> it's just uh we had so much fun with it last night and if you got like manny just said if you guys like uh fantasy if you love doing fantasy football stuff this is your way to practice with us. We're going to be doing this every stream. It was so fun just to see how all the, like doing these mock drafts is really important because it not only is helping you, your brain get back into these football players, get back into the football mind like you're thinking when football season is here, when you got to start, who you got to start, who you got to sit on Sunday morning, that type of thought process that is kind of lost when the NBA season is here and the Olympics are here and the NHL season's here and MLB's here. So to get back in that mindset of, Football's here, fantasy's here, and then really the main part of it is once you get that back into your into your system, the main part of it is is the different scenarios that you can practice. Okay, well, do I take do I take a wide receiver in my first if I have a first pick? If I have number four, do I go wide receiver? Do I go running back? Test it out. You're going you can, against you random can, people can, every single time. You can time. do the drafts, and you can write so down where guys out. like Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, like where are they falling at? When are people picking Waller and Kelsey? When are people picking Gurley? When are people picking Ezekiel Elliott? Like you can just write all these things down, and so you have ammo. Not even for our league, for your own league, because we all want to have you guys win fucking money, bro. We, that's all we want. We want you guys to support the show, connect with us in these live chats, and, and connect with us in the stream, and connect with us on YouTube, and build an actual fucking connection with us. And we want y'all to win money. That that, that there's there's anything around the show. We want y'all to to connect with us. Fucking just love the show. 
love the content. We want you guys to really feel personal with us. Know who we are. Know what we like. Know what we get into. Then we want y'all to win fucking money, bro. And just have a what? Just live your fucking life how you want to live. Because that's what we're doing. That's all we want to see everyone else do. And I think um, another thing I want to say about the Twitch too is. Once again, I'm going to announce it again, Tyler. You can flash it up on the screen. Pop that bitch right out on the screen. The All Day Everyday Show on Twitch. You guys, yep. Right up there <laughs> on the screen. Um, tune into the to the live stream because we put out the Argentina plus 19 and a half Facts. at halftime and it cashed. So come into the live stream. Take it with us. We had a couple guys in there that took it with us um, and we all cashed. So I, I tweeted it out today what the ticket looked like. I had $25 on it. Everybody, including myself, is trying to build their bankrolls. I did want to throw a 100-piece on it, but again, we're being smart. We're always playing responsibly, and we're building that bankroll. So if you want to come build the bankroll with us, come chill with us in a stream. We'll put out some picks for you guys. Hopefully, we can all cash, and it's just all good vibes. Last night, we, were, we streamed on Sunday, and kind of the title of the whole thing was, um, especially what we were tweeting out on Instagram, was come chill out and end, end your weekend with us. Start your work nice. with, with us, right? Come chill out. Chill vibes. The Olympics are on. Kato Ledecky is about to swim. We got Olympic tennis on. We got Slovenia and Argentina com coming on. We have the games on behind us. Come chill out on the Twitch stream. It's all good vibes. And, and um, we're going to be looking to bring in some of you guys in the chat to come hang out with us on the Twitch stream. We did that Facts. last night. Seamus was in here with us. Looking to get Sammy two times in here before he goes yes, back down sir, to Auburn. Two times. We got one more tea party coming out with him. Uh, we have a tea party coming out tonight. By the time this video is out, you will already have seen one tea party. And another one we'll be posting in the, the following days after this video comes out. So head over to that Tea Party video if you haven't already seen it. Because like I said, when this is out, that Tea Party will already, already be out. We're recording our last Tea Party episode with Sam um, this week, probably tomorrow. Uh, and then it's just going to be me and Manny. We're going to find some guests to come on here and everything like that. We know we had a lot of love from you guys who helped us out in, in retweeting our, our tweet about our camera issues and, and how it's really stressful for us and having to hold the camera, play at the same time. It's just, it's stressful. So we're reviewing that. Um, we're going to be getting back to you guys pretty soon about, you know, who we're looking to come hold the camera and, and if you have your own equipment, whatever, whatever, all that kind of stuff on that front. So we'll be answering that um, very, very soon. We have such a big week ahead. We're so thankful that you guys are always supporting us. This is what we do. This is our job. We love what we do. We were up till, you know, 3.30, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning last on. night. And before we started today, man, he said these things that were like, man, I'm tired, but I'm tired for all the right reasons. Facts. You know, we, we come in here to work, and that's why I'm going to continue to say every time we start this show, we're clocking into work. We are here at the office. This is what we do. We love what we do. And it's just funny because I know that there's people out there that are like, wow, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm, not, I'm working. No, you're not. Yeah. You're streaming. No, you're not. You're going to tea party. You're going to play golf. No, you're not. You're doing it. You're sitting behind a microphone talking and bullshitting with your buddy. Nope. It's nope. Work. work. It's fun as hell. We love fucking doing it, but it is work too. So. You know, just don't take that away from us as well. This, I have this is, this is what one we do. more thing to say, and this is—I have a funny joke. If we had, if we had ten dollars for every time we said this is the last thing I'm gonna say, this is gonna be a short show. Facts. Well, we we're, are, gonna, we're at thirty-four minutes. Okay, we're, really doing, we're doing, we're doing, we're really doing better. Good. But we've we're, said we're, it, we've said it a that. couple times. If we had like a hundred ten dollars every time we said that, bro, we'd be fucking. We'd rich. be at yeah, we'd be at thousand. But, um, this is something I do want to say, and shout out to this dude, man. He's been rocking with us since the fucking start. My guy, Savvy Sav, and I'm I'm shouting him out for this reason and this reason only. He's one of the main people that always just hits. He'll hit us up every day. Yo, this is what I'm taking today. What do you guys think? Do you guys like this guy? Do you guys like this guy to get strikeouts? Do what do you think about this team? And we, you can add if you see Savvy Sav in the Twitch chat, ask him. We get back to him clockwork. One minute, we make sure we get to Savvy Sav. If I'm with Alex, I'll show him like, yo, what is he? he this is what he said. Let's get back to him. And that's something I want to say to everyone. Yo, hit us up. 
We had people in the chat yesterday. My boy Mike hit me up. He's like, yo, I'm going to the Foods game tomorrow. Like, do you think the, uh, Spencer Howard's on the mound? Like, what do you think? Do you think you're going to win? And we're just giving him the breakdown. Let him know, yeah, bro, I think you're going to be all right. If you want to throw some money on the Phillies, I'll throw some money on them. And hit us up. You guys, you guys, I, listen, I think about 80 to 70% of you guys that watch this show bet. Hit us up. We sweat out the same bets with y'all. We'll throw y'all our picks. As you know, we hit the Argentina bet. If you were in the stream, you hit it with us. Let us know. We want to connect with y'all. Even if it's some shit like, yo, we want, when's, when's the next time you guys get going on the Philly Live? When's the next time you guys get going on the parks? When you guys going to Harris? We'll let you know. Link up. Like, we want to We, in our in our bios of all of our social medias, it says, not your typical sports podcast. Rise with us. With and us. It's not a, it's not a me and Alex thing. It's a us thing. Because without y'all, there's no show. We want Every single one of you guys to come with us. Whether You don't have to be on camera. You don't have to be on the team. But you can be a part of the culture, the community that we're building because it's a fucking brotherhood. And my, my fault, sisters too. It's a family we're building here. I'll say that. It's a family we're building here. And it's not stopping. This train's not fucking stopping for shit. I'm telling you this right now. To the moon, we move. My signature. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we move, baby. The, uh, the crazy thing about everything like that is just... Uh, we just want to express our gratitude to everybody on our team, Sam Layton, Christian Lathrop, Tyler McGee, obviously My the gosh. two of us here, the, the guys that are riding with us as we do this. We're so thankful for you guys. We're obviously so, so thankful for everything that they do um, and helping us grow this. And and like Manny says, and, and that's on the Twitter bio as well, rise with us. So we're rising. We're hoping that you guys are as well. You can follow us on the Twitter page. DM us on there as well, at ADED Podcast. And on the Instagram at ADED Pod. Again, Savvy Sav is hitting us up on the DMs on Instagram. Doesn't matter, guys. Instagram or Twitter really don't matter. Hit us up on, on the DMs. We'll answer. We'll get right back to you and we'll have some cool cool talks. So it's really cool to connect with you guys on that as well. Um, you guys got to follow us on the TikTok. We're making some really cool content out there Thanks. as well. That's just the name of the show. Pop that bitch up on the screen. The All Day Everyday Show on TikTok. We got to get that, that stuff to, uh, to 1,000 followers. We can go live on that as well. Um, and then the Facebook is simply just the All Day Everyday Show. We're having a lot of fun doing this. As I always say, we love what we do. And we love all you guys for being so supportive. So, guys, thank you so, so much. Stay great. Be great because you fucking are. Yes, Let's sir. move, guys. We move. Until next time, boys. You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. My name is Alex Jacobs, but you can call me All Day AJ. See you yes, later, baby. Sir.